We are now joined by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. Kia ora, Anand. KiwiSaver, our KiwiSaver provider, is stopping investments in Israeli banks. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, uh, KiwiSaver provider Simplicity is dismissing suggestions it's bowing to political pressure after divesting its shares in three Israeli banks. The non-profit fund manager says it will no longer have holdings in Bank Hapoalim, Bank Leomi and Mizrahi Tefahot Bank. Simplicity has faced pressure from members over the issue since the outbreak of conflict between Hamas and Israel. Its chief operating officer, Andrew Lance, says when it investigated, it found research by the Superfund that highlighted the bank's financing of illegal Israeli settlements on the occupied West Bank. He says the banks do not meet its responsible investment threshold and the divestment is not political. We very explicitly do not want to be taking a political stance. It's not part of our, um, our policy at all. But in this particular instance, again, given the research that we've now been given access to, um, we feel that it's correct under our responsible investment policy, these companies would have breached that. It's just that the particular screen that we put on our portfolios didn't pick that up in, in the first instance. So we're, we're reviewing that policy now to, to try and make sure that in future this doesn't happen. And Simplicity says it should not have invested in the companies in the first place. Activity in the manufacturing sector is at its lowest in 14 years amid weak orders and production. The BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Manufacturing Index fell for a fifth consecutive month in October, down to 42.5 from 45.1 the month before. That's well in contraction territory. Aside from the COVID periods, this is the lowest level since the global financial crisis in early 2009. BNZ senior economist Doug Steele says conditions for the sector have gone from bad to worse, with all the sub-indices retreating. He says the causes are wide and varied. Yeah, if you look at respondents' uh, comments, they cite a lot of weakness in demand. Uh, so uh, across a range of areas, uh, some manufacturers are saying uh, weakness in retail sales is obviously causing weakness for their sales. Uh, residential construction downturn is cited by others. Weakness in the primary industries. Uh, some uh, manufacturers are saying external demand is softer, and I think that's all coming through in uh, yet more weakness in uh, new orders for manufacturers. Doug Steele says businesses are shedding staff and the sector's weakness will weigh on broader economic growth. The clothing and sporting goods retailer KMD Brands plans to take advantage of an upturn in leisure travel. The chief executive Mike Daly has told an annual meeting it's working to improve the profit margins for all three of its brands, Kathmandu, Rip Curl and Oboz. He says there's been a positive response to new products aimed at the post-pandemic trend for outdoor lifestyles. All three of our iconic brands are cycling a strong sales rebound last year. As we navigate a more challenging consumer environment, this year, our strategic plans remain unchanged. We remain focused on executing our strategy, managing working capital and improving gross margins. Progress towards our working capital target of 18% of sales is expected to drive strong cash flow generation in the second half year. 
The group is well positioned to capitalise on the tailwinds from a continued return to travel, positive impacts from the launch of innovative products and the outdoor lifestyle trend post-pandemic. Following our previous update in September, the group's first half results are dependent on the key Black Friday and Christmas retail trading periods to come. And the company will update shareholders on its Black Friday sales in mid-December. Well, comments from U.S. Federal Reserve officials look to have dashed hopes of early interest rate cuts. Share markets around the world have been buoyed by expectations that the Federal Reserve has finished raising rates and could be looking at cuts from as early as the middle of next year. But overnight, Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said they're not confident interest rates are high enough to tame inflation. Those comments reinforced those from another Fed board member, Neil Kashkari, on Bloomberg TV. I have no idea where market participants are getting that. There's no discussion amongst me and any of my colleagues about when we're going to start preparing to cut rates. The only thing that's been talked about at all is that at some point, when inflation is well on its way back down, if we didn't back off a little bit, then real rates would be getting tighter and tighter and tighter. For the last 12 months, GDP has been very strong. The labor market continues to be quite robust. Yes, the unemployment rate has ticked up to 3.9%, but we've also seen a huge surge of labor supply, which is really positive, come online. So I'm looking at this. I'm seeing consumers that are strong. My air, By the way, my airplane that I came here on was 100% full yesterday. It's going to be 100% full today. I'm not seeing a lot of evidence that the economy is weakening. That's the Federal Reserve Board Member Neil Kashkari. Well, time now to check in on the markets, and we're joined by Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good afternoon, Anand. Uh, look, those comments seem to wait on uh, overseas markets overnight. How are we looking here locally? Yeah, well, with the Kiwi markets followed through with that uh, down 0.3% to uh, 11,162. Uh, the key detractors there, Contact Energy is down uh, 2% to $7.87. Uh, Air New Zealand's down one52 to 0.65. Uh, and Meridian's down at 1.17 to $5.07. Uh, holding the market up on the other side, Fletcher Building's up 0.88% to $4.59. Uh, Port of Tauranga's uh, up sorry, uh, 0.78 to $5.16. And Main Freight still uh, slightly continuing on its good run yesterday is up 0.1% to uh, 62.86. Okay, not long since Australia has opened. How's it looking? Is it a similar trend there? Yeah, similar trend there. Uh, banks are down, miners are up there. Commonwealth Bank's down point, uh, 0.9% uh, to 101.16 and BHP's up 0.7 uh, to 45.26. And how's the dollar looking? Uh Kiwi against the US last traded at uh, 0.5886, against the Aussie 0.9252, against the pound 0.4817, the euro 0.5519, the yen 89.09, and against the one 4.292. And that takes us to interest rates, oil and gold. Uh, the NZ three-month bank bill rate last traded at uh, 5.66. Uh, 
Brent crude last traded at seven nine eighty seven, and gold one nine five eight. Thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities with our market update. In other business news this lunch, our Contact Energy sees the full commissioning of its Tohara geothermal de- development will be delayed with some remediation work underway. It now expects the plant near Topor to be generating in the, th- in the third quarter of 2024, six months later than planned. Despite the delay, the company says it won't change its full-year earnings forecast of $600 million. However, the plant modifications will cost another $40 million. Global trade software company TradeWindow has received an extension from the bank after a delay in settling the in-chain deal caused it to breach its lending covenant. It says the ASB Bank has extended the interim waiver and they're working to... They're working together to restructure the $1.1 million debt facility. The company says it has until the end of June to execute a reorganisation and a cost reduction strategy. And Trade Window says it's also continuing to assert its rights under the in-chain strategic agreement and is in positive dialogue with that company. News and numbers updated for you around half past five in Checkpoint, but for now that is business. Charlotte. Thank you very much, Anand Zaki there with business.